You're listening to the Arturnia Archives. Enjoy. You're listening to Tales of the Asteria, an alien RPG campaign podcast. Listener discretion is advised. So last time on Tales from the Asteria, you guys finally finished up on the Close Encounter. You put Karinsky to sleep in the actual sleep. You didn't kill him. You put him to sleep and put him (laughs) into a cryopod and found another pilot just by pure happenstance, still alive on the close encounter. Got what you were there for, the Veravate, and I even found a journal by one Dr. Inez Marai. You have not listened to it yet or read through it yet, Um, but you found what you were here for and you have made your way or will make your way back to Solitude. Uh, If there's anything you want to do, we already handled the roles for dealing with the maintenance on the way back. But if you want to do anything before you leave on the journey, let me know. We'll take care of it. This is, as I've said, a downtime episode. You guys will finally get to spend that experience that you have. You will get paid by Aveen once you get back and you'll be able to spend that money. I'm down with getting paid because all of these artificial body parts are so very expensive. <laughs> all right, so let's let's have that conversation because if we're going to space anybody, we don't want to do it right there at Solitude. We want to do it long before we arrive. Is going to raise the possibility of selling Kerensky for the benefit of medical science. Um, well, let's have an in-character to- discussion about this. So you guys have left. So we'll put this at you guys have left. You guys left the close encounter and you, you've input your destination for solitude. And so you're on your way, but you have not yet retired to stasis. Okay. So, you know, being in medicine, um, a, a, a live human being to, to test new drugs and treatments on would be uh, immeasurably valuable. I, I'm just pointing out, I'm not saying we should, but guys, we could make some serious money just by um, donating Kerensky's body to science. That's, yeah, that, that's what the, the old captain did. That's, if, if we're gonna do this, let's just do it humane. Look, I don't have a clue what this Kerensky guy did, but... He tried to make the station and all of us. But, yeah, I'm kind of skeezed out at the idea of selling somebody. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm not advocating for it. I'm just raising the possibility. Look, we're not selling him. We're going to get back to the station, let him go his own way, make sure he never gets back on the ship, how are we going to do that? want to settle your score with him out off the ship. That's your business. Garrett, you sure you want to let him live? I'm not going to kill him. Now, if we want to turn him into authorities, whatever we might call that at the station, I'm happy to do so. What authorities are there on Solitude? Uh, 
it's a station, right? They gotta have somebody that says follow rules or bad things happen. Yeah, so what you guys know of solitude as far as we'll say, we'll be generous and say law enforcement. I'm sure they have security. Yes, Yes, they have security. So the quote unquote ruler of solitude is Elliot Davies and he maintains control, pretty pretty tight control and he is in charge of the guard. They're more or less mercenaries that he pays to play guard duty. So out of curiosity, so, something like what Kerensky did, um, you know, putting a mission in, like, forget about trying to kill people. Put it more in terms of trying to sabotage an ongoing mission. Would that be a punishable offense, Solitude? You don't think Solitude would really care all too much. They're not like... They're not like the Marshals or anything like that. We're not exactly the right people to be going talking to law enforcement anyway. Yeah, Garrett, I I, I don't think we should let Kerensky... He is a clear and present danger as long as he draws. Well, if, if we want to leave him on solitude, I mean, that's one thing. I mean, we got to make sure that he can't sabotage the ship again. Yeah, we have to All completely right. sever any connection he has to the ship. So we don't let him off when we get there. We let him off just as we depart. And whoever's there can saw him out. All right, that's that seems fair. And just keep them in cryo until then? Yeah, keep them in cryo until we're leaving. We just dump them as we leave. And you know what? That's it. I, I have a better idea. How about we keep him in cryo, but we keep him in cryo in Dr. Avine O'Carroll. What, what if we keep him in cryo in Dr. Avine's lab so he can't be, he can't have physical access to the ship and then release him from the lab after we're gone? Well, after we're gone, we're not releasing anything. That's them. Yeah, why Why give up control? This, if, if he's going to be in the cryo, let's just keep him in our cryo. We control when he gets out. We control. You know, we can let him go or put him in an escape pod and just dump him and let somebody rescue him. That's fair. I, I like I mean, that. If, I, if, if we put her, put her, put him in the... the scientists uh, thing. It may work out just the same way without having to be rescued out of the escape pod. But we also don't have control over whether or not she holds up her end of the agree. Yeah, and I I just want to minimize any access he has to the ship while he's awake. Right, so if... If if, the guy's this crazy... Oh, he's nuts. And you let him loose on a station, aren't you just transferring our problem to the station? Kind of. Yeah. However, um, wait a second. Wait a second. I have an idea. If he fucks around and finds out there, they seem to be less uh, less hesitant about greasing them than we are. Hang on, folks. What if we uh, leave him in cryo on the ship long term and just jettison him into a corporate owned system and broadcast a distress signal and uh, get out of dodge? That's the same thing as handing him to the police. As what? That's that's got all the same downsides as handing them to the legitimate law enforcement. I mean, not if we're out of there before they find him. 
That's splitting a fine hair, You don't think dude. he remembers who we are and who the ship is and he won't tell them? Uh, yeah, that's true. See, I, I yeah, honestly I mean, think... Yeah, if we're, gonna, if we're gonna space them, do it now before we arrive. If we don't want to kill them, I, I'm on the side I, of keep them in cryo till we leave. Kick them out I of an airlock, was, you, know, so, you know. Hold on. How long can you keep a human popsicle? What, why don't you just keep him on ice? Like, permanently? Why keep him at all? Why keep him at all? I think, honestly, the most merciful thing would just be to space him. Yeah, and, and that's... Like, if you're, one, if you're talking about permanent, something can go wrong, he can get out. Uh, that's also a, a pod that we can't use for anything else. Because we all know the guy, and we all know that the moment he wakes up, he's going to be looking for... <sighs> That's why if, if if we're gonna let them live, we just wake them up as we're leaving, dump them, or you know, dump I mean, them. We don't even wake them up; just dump them there as we leave and let somebody rest. We'll tell the medical personnel at the ship that he has psychological issues, which is true. Yeah, and they will lock him up. Is as far as he's concerned, the hysteria is his shift. And so long as he has no access to it, who gives a fuck what it thinks? He will do anything he can to go ahead and regain control of it. As long as it's impossible, I don't care. I think he just wants to blow something up. So we'll let them know. If he wants to mess around on the space station, let let the uh, the freaking mafia deal with him. Uh, you know, he'll, Isn't the he'll space station kind of our sole source of income right now? Yeah, but... I mean, surely a guy can't, one guy can't blow up an entire station. He came a hair's breadth away from blowing up the one you were on. But yeah, that's only because that's he, he had legitimate access. You know, no one's going to give him access to the space stations. Is there anything we can do to permanently prevent him from gaining any sort of cybernetic access to anywhere? Yes. Well, it, 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 <clears throat> I was about to say, if, if you want to permanently prevent somebody right, from doing right. something, let them float whole. <laughs> yeah, two options are 100% guaranteed, no problem, or let them live. My vote is space him. I, look, I don't know the guy. I don't know what happened. But if he's as dangerous as you say then the best option for everybody concerned is that he floats home. Yeah. It is... that That is the best possible option for the greater good, is to make sure that he no longer poses a threat to anyone. Ever. Anywhere. And Garrett, as moral and ethical a guy as you are, you have to admit, letting Kerensky loose in the space station is like letting a rabid German shepherd loose in a field full of bunny rabbits. Nope, nope, well, nope. Not dealing with German shepherds. No thanks, done. Yeah, and again, <laughs> the, you know, these, we're not letting them loose. If we were, it wouldn't be a, a bunch of bunny rabbits. These would be like death bunny rabbits from Holy Grail. I mean, this, this, you know, this is not a place that he's going to just prey on. He tries anything. I don't think they're going to play around. 
I don't know if they're going to be able to stop it. He's pretty good at what he does. <laughs> I need to think about this. I'm not just going to space it. We're not going to become our former captain, that's for sure. Wait, well, what happened to your captain. former captain? Look, we can always... <laughs> he, he suffered <laughs> he an accident. glances over the new guy. Oh, great. Yeah, that, that's, that's why I didn't want to. Okay. We can keep him on ice and we can decide what to do at the station. And if it still isn't going to work, we can always space him way out. Well, if we're not going to space him now, I say we leave him in cryo. We don't wake him up until we leave. Yeah. I don't see a middle ground that's viable. He does get out of cryo and he tries something. We all agree to just shoot him. What if you just base him within the gravity well of a large object, say a moon, a planet, a star, and just let physics handle your problem. Yeah. Falcone's gonna nod. It's for the greater good. Well, if if Garrett's a hard no, I mean, we're either at an impasse or I, I say the next best thing is leave him in the pod. We don't wake him up until we leave and we just eject him as we leave. I mean, as I recall, we did put him in restraints before we put him in the pod, right? Yes. Hold it. You restrained a guy after put him to sleep before you put him in cryo. What is he, a rabid dog? Yeah. Very close to it. He he was a... And Falcone is just going to look right at the new guy and he was about to nuke the entire station both ships that were attached to it and all of us. Yeah, let's face the guy. <laughs> all right. So we keep him on ice and as we're leaving the station, we'll decide what to do with him. We can find some authorities to take him. We can hand him off. You're going to know he's crazy. They're not going to listen to anything he says and they're not going to care enough to come after our ship. To be fair, Garrett, it's just going to be the same discussion there as it is right now. The man's got a point. Either we make it uh, or we make a decision later. It's still going to be the same argument with the same moral implications of unleashing a crazy loose cannon somewhere because apparently that's what this guy is. Yeah, but he has no power on the station. My vote is he floats home. That's um, the new guy. Take it with a bucket of salt if you want. I don't know you guys that well. I'm taking what you say on face value. I'm just, if he's that nuts, let him float home. Yeah, my vote is the same. He's too dangerous. Even if he doesn't have access right now, he's smart enough and he's fast enough and he's subtle enough that he will be able to, I I 100% believe he's going to be able to get access. And he will do everything in his power to regain control of or destroy the Asteria. He thinks of this ship as his property. And if that means doing horrible things to an entire space station, he won't bat an eyelash. If he if he wants to mess her with the station, I say let him. They're, they're not going to play. Uh, my point is that they may not be able to play. 
I don't I don't see him being able to pull that off on the station. I don't know. Find a public terminal somewhere and backdoor his way in. And once he has access to their money, you know, he says jump, they'll ask how high. We're not gonna have to worry about him if we dump him off as we leave. I don't I'm I'm convinced. A space is a space, right? It's if we're gonna do it, it's better to do it where we don't have witnesses. Right. It's the question is do we want to die or do we want to be rested? Oh no, we want him to die. Not we, everybody. We There's one of us doesn't. So Garrett, you're you are the only hard no at this point. Um, my concern as a medical professional is that if we release him on the station, we are deliberately committing an act of malice by releasing a known dangerous quantity individuals who immoral and unethical are not aware that this individual is a dangerous quantity. What if we told him he was nuts and just like transferred him from our cryopod to theirs? That I would be completely okay with. So we're going to we're going to let Olivia Hunt as our medical contact. We will find out where we take the crazies. We will deliver him as a crazy who tried to detonate his ship. Has anybody checked his quarters to see if there's anything that could give us some kind of awareness of his state of mind? I don't think so. Falcone's going to look at Garrett and, uh, oh my God, Stafford. If it helps us make our case to leave him with someone, then let's do it. Well, Garrett, I think you have the keys. Garrett's going to head in. Glad to be out of the conversation. He's going to head to Kerensky's room and begin the search. So what do we find? I'm going to discreetly head to the sleeping pods. Um, Falcone's going to head on over to... Uh, he's he's going to accompany Garrett to Kerensky's uh, chambers. Okay. So... You find his logbook. Uh oh. Uh huh. Beautiful things written in it. Do you read it? Um. Yeah. One hundred percent. Absolutely. Definitely. Okay. I was discharged from the UNCM Section Eight. This event was triggered because I used my skills of controlling a ship to detonate a hospital ship's reactor to control the outbreak of an unknown pathogen that had spread to 90% of the ship's occupants. While containing the biohazard was effective, my reasoning and mental state were called into question because my actions were quote, insane and caused too much quote, collateral damage. My records were sealed, and I'm now hiring myself out as a freelance pilot to a merchant fleet. It's mostly long haulers, but at least I'm flying again. I've heard of a new ship called the Asteria that needs a pilot. Their last one quit because the captain kept taking questionable jobs. Well, it's a ship, and I can fly it. 
If the captain tries to do anything overly questionable, I know how to resolve problems in a permanent manner. Oof. That's exciting. Yikes. Do you keep flipping? Oh, yes. Uh, Oh, yeah. The next entry of any real interest that isn't major boring shit is on page 236. The captain and his first officer met with an unfortunate mishap while inspecting an airlock, but we were in deep space today. They brought on board human cargo. I needed to find a way to help these people. After some lengthy conversation, it was decided to bring them to a medical outpost called Solitude. The reasoning is one of our crew and one of the cargo, cheese, cargo. Makes my stomach turn even thinking of people like that. Anyway, they have an unknown pathogen that seems to spread with physical contact. Only one of our crew is affected. I see no reason to contain the situation. Oh, no. (laughs) Do you keep flipping? Yep. Keep going. Page 327. The passengers we picked up contained a young adolescent woman. Turns out she's an android. Who the fuck builds that? Why the fuck would you build that? Still, she is sentient life. We'll help her as we are able. Do you keep flipping? Keep going. All right, last page is 328. Sassy tried to take control of this ship away from me. I will not tolerate the loss of control with my lady. I shot him twice. Once with shotgun and once with my bolt gun. The crew still hasn't figured out that I will not tolerate loss of control of the ship. They attempted again. There will be a more unfortunate accident until my control of the ship is unthreatened again. I can understand his reasoning. I did rig the hysteria to blow because we docked with the station with an active biohazard warning. If we bring something back to the solitude that we could threaten the entire population of the stateless and countless other systems as ships come to dock and come and go from the medical station, I cannot in good conscience allow that to happen. If we are a threat to life, I will end us to preserve the greater good. I've inserted a trap into Mother's core logic. Should I be removed from the ship and the biohazard still be detected, she'll blow the moment she enters FTL. This will scatter debris over a sufficiently large area to prevent whatever contagion this station has from spreading to the rest of the galaxy. Instead of core breach, this will be achieved by opening all the exterior doors while at speed. That should create enough shear of the ship to tear the ship apart. The rapid deacceleration from FTL speeds will destroy the entire vessel and everything in it while also causing a gamma ray burst. That burst should, in theory, destroy any biological material, including any pathogens on board. Yay! Sassy can no longer be trusted. I've also inserted into the computer any maintenance awakens directed at his pod instead wake me up. I'd rather do the work myself. 
as he can clearly no longer be trusted. I'll need to find a way to make my peace with Sassy, or I'll need to remove him as an obstacle, despite our obvious differences. I'd rather make peace with the guy. However, I will not, and that's in all caps, talk in control of my shit in any way. It would be more logical to just have his pod kill him in hypersleep, but I don't want to go that far yet. I feel for our commander. The conflict has arisen in the crew, is straining his abilities to control us. I think the poor bastard is over his head. <laughs> Still, I like the medical officer. I think he's insane, but he's my kind of insane. I suspect they will try to sedate me. Honestly, that's the most reasonable thing they can do, given the fact that I've tried to shoot one of them twice now. I'd put me out too in their position. I also suspect they will try to regain control of Mother. That's fine. I have the most complex skill of anyone else on board. I'll just undo whatever it is they attempt to do. All right. This only proves what we knew, that he's crazy. All right. We got to find out if he's be trapped on this ship. We already did. Are we sure we got everything? But just as, as a player, just a reminder, yeah, we... Uh, uh, blanked him. Yeah, we, we blanked everything he ever did out of Mother. Including the stuff in the journal? Yes. I believe there was a stunt on the Comtech role, and so it undid everything, not just what you were looking for. You found more. Okay. Okay. Well, this doesn't help his case, does it? Uh, it's like I was saying, Captain. If he doesn't have control of the Asteria, there's no telling what he'll do to get her back. All right. He's too much of a threat to keep. We're probably going to have to just... We're going to have to go with your plan. It's the safest for the greatest number of people. I'll do it. I'll be the one to pull the lever this time. Don't think of it as murder. Think of it as just execution. Right. The greater good. Isn't that what Karski said? Well. All right. So you've made your choice. So he's going to be spaced on your way to solitude then? Yeah. So... It don't have to be away from the main station, the ship. We just lice. Someone does come to investigate. So you guys are going to space them, uh, space Kerensky between the close encounter and solitude. Safest thing to do would be to drop out of FTL at an uninhabited system orbit a gas giant and space him there. Gravity and orbital atmospheric entry will resolve any evidence. Think, uh, think an unexplained uh, deviation into such a gravity well would would be evidence in of itself. I think, to be honest. No, I mean, 
Even in an FTL computer control directory, you're going to have to swing through to write them. It's just a blip in the FTL log. We'll call it maintenance. Dump the guy off. You know, we need some place to orbit while we conduct the maintenance. Gas giants are very orbitable. Got a point. And, you know, an atmosphere that dense has a lot of friction on entry, a lot of heat, nothing to find. What about just putting uh, an entry into the log that he, you know, he just had a freaking heart attack and died and we did the burial at space for him? That works too. Yeah, that's simple enough to do. Do we have do we have a doctor and a ship's offer, officer to sign off on such a record? I bet we do. We certainly do. I think you do. Yeah, there probably is law around this, right? Loose laws in space. Yeah, so your path for between the close encounter to isolation takes you mostly almost entirely through uncharted space. So there's not really any laws as such. Okay. Yeah, so uh, it's easy enough. I'm not going to make you guys um, do any rolls. You can easily enough mark him as dying of... Well, even there was an injury noted, so you can even mark it as a complication from said injury. He bled out on the operating table. Oh, well. And then you gave him, um, yeah, space burial. And you guys have, you don't have to, like, sacrifice a um, cryo chamber for that. You guys have the necessary, well, there's not a whole lot of equipment necessary for that, is there? Yeah, and you're able to keep him under um, the drugs you'd administered, um, that the drugs that Falcone had administered earlier before cryo, are still in his system when you bring him out of cryo so he doesn't immediately wake. And so he's very much like a limp dead body as you... All right, well, no need to, you know, insult his body. Just do it efficiently. Just out he goes. Yep. Yep. All right, and so with that taken care of, uh, you guys eventually make your way into cryo and hit FTL speeds and you are on your way to solitude. And we already handled the rolls last time for the maintenance, so we don't have to go over that again. Cool. We will get there fair and square. Yep. You guys get there without any trouble. You drop out of FTL right near solitude. Ask for a berth. And they direct you to a docking bay on level uh, level E this time. Hey, go ahead and give me a piloting roll. See how fancy the docking is. Okay. Nah, it's a success. I'll take it. It's just a standard, sweet as you go, normal, nothing fancy docking maneuver. Yep, nothing fancy, but you don't scrape the paint. <laughs> and you guys have reached solitude. Do you return to Avine first off with her Veravate? 
do we before we go talk to her let's talk about what we're gonna do about this chip or this thumb drive the isn't that the one that made the ship I was on go absolutely fucking nuts? Uh, it seems so. Can we just stomp the fuck out of it, please? <laughs> that is an option, yes. We don't need that anymore. <laughs> I didn't want it to begin with. Well, if you're uh, talking about making money, uh, you know, this is like blackmail I'm material on Wayland Yutani. That, that could be... I'm sure a lot of heat, but also a lot of money. Well, Just throwing that out there. Okay. It could. But to get the blackmail, they have to plug it in. If they plug it in, it's going to go stop on it. Without the money. We don't want the evidence of what happened now on our ship. I prefer they even they never know we were there. So, I'm I'm good with getting rid of this. Stomp it, put it in a blender, turn it into dust. Somehow make it completely unusable. That's simple enough. Physically break it, put it near a strong enough magnet. (laughs) So you take a blowtorch to the drive with the virus on it. Easy enough. Dispose of that. No problem anymore. Likewise, I never met with uh, the scientist lady to begin with, so I will, uh, I don't know, look look into uh, finding my own trouble on the station while you guys meet with her. And Bates is kind of like, uh, so... You can come with me if you want. Okay, yeah, that works. Do you guys, like, need another roughneck? <laughs> can a ship have too many roughnecks? Is that a thing? I mean, we had two to begin with. And yeah. yeah. It's... They rescued my ass and kept me around. Why not keep you around? We could use a replacement for... Uh, what was his name? Cat. Cat. Well, hopefully he's all better and will be rejoining us. Uh, well, I mean, even if he isn't, isn't three roughnecks better than two? It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you ask me, yeah, great. Perfect. Well, I Sounds not good. that I've been a member of the crew long, but welcome aboard, dude. Yeah, cool. All right. Uh, cool. And yeah, he'll tag along with Sassy. Well, guys, I'm headed to a bar. I need a drink. Bar is easy enough to find. There's a number of them. How, um clean are you looking for? So long as the alcohol kills anything in the glass, Fred does not give a damn at this point. You find one pretty close to your berth, then here on level E. He goes in the bar, looks the barkeep in the eye, straight absent meat. In this place? You're just gonna get axle grease, distilled axle grease out here. Well, so the upper levels, so there's 22 levels to solitude. Wow. And the upper half are pretty good. That's where most of the, like, scientists keep their spaces and offices and whatnot. Uh, The lower levels are more where the refugees that come here seeking cures for their ailments are. And that's where you get the more 
low end axle grease food pantry or not food pantries, but like soup kitchens and that whole. I go wherever the bartender tells me to go to get the drink I want. He gives you um, a look, but then just kind of shrugs and like, oh, all right, like on your head be the consequences. They don't they don't give a shit about how drunk anybody gets on solitude. I doubt it. Another, please. So we leave Ucker at the bar. And so who all is going to see Avine to hand off the Veravate and get paid? Uh, Falcone, definitely. Garrett's going. Uh, do you want me to come with or like... Hello, everybody. Ava Rogers here. I'm just jumping in here to say that I'm sorry. The rest of the recording, which was about two hours and some minutes, is unusable. My internet connection that night was quite bad, and I did not realize how bad until I was trying to edit this episode. So half of my audio drops out, half of words are missing, and to be quite honest, it's uneditable. It's unlistenable. I have appended a short section about 10 minutes long that imparts some important information, but if you don't wish to listen to what is honestly a headache in recorded form, I will explain right now. The crew returned to Solitude Station, returned to Avene with the Veravate, and we're told that she needs a clean sample of whatever is infecting Katie's mom and the roughneck cat. Unfortunately for the crew, this means returning to Bowen's colony in the system where they originally picked up Katie, her mother, and the other colonists. In the meantime, while Garrett had this conversation with Avine, Sassy found himself in the lower areas of the station where he got his hands on some black market material, maybe trading parts of the ship to do so, but nobody can tell, right? And the new guy, after getting himself thoroughly wasted, decided that he needed to arm himself. He found a number of different weapons and weapons dealers and is thoroughly armed with a whole load of grenades and grenade launcher. As for Falcone, he got himself a new leg. Instead of waiting for the broken leg to heal on its own, he decided it'd be faster to just cut the thing off and replace it with a robotic replacement. Who can blame him? So after a bit of time, a few days on Solitude Station, the crew of the Asteria leaves once more to return to Bowen's Colony. I do apologize about the very short episode this week. Unfortunately, there was nothing I could do about it. And I hope you return next week as the action begins once more. Avine is busy working away at her terminal on her desk and she doesn't seem to notice your entry at the moment. Her hair is pulled back in a messy bun and the large bags under her eyes are pretty... She seems to have aged quite a bit more than you would expect. She looks tired and worn or she like had yeah. literally aged because we were gone no. so long? Tired okay. and worn. You've only been gone like a couple months. Okay. Okay. And how, Katie's mother, what, 
She appears sedated. Okay. How is Katie handling this? She follows you at your side. Her eyes linger on her mother, obviously, but she doesn't react in any particular way. Like, she knew her mother was here to be helped, and this is a medical setting. Okay. And, yeah, her mother her mother doesn't seem harmed or hurt or in worse shape than you left her. Okay. So Garrett will approach the the doctor. Is she in her office or she's just out there? Her, yeah, her open, like even the containment areas that house the two infected um, have clear walls. And so in her space is pretty, uh, it's like, it's like an open plan. Well, Garrett will approach her. Say, <clears throat> clear his throat. And as you clear your throat, she visibly jumps and like looks up at you. Oh, I didn't hear you enter. Right, you're back then. Okay, perfect. So you got the Veravate then. We do have. And Falconia is going to be visibly, you know, using crutches, like limping along behind him. Ah, so there was a reason they were late. Got it. Right. Glad they didn't just run off with the payday. All right. So. All right. Uh, you can you can set that case right over there, darling. Um. And she'll like, like gesture over to uh, a corner or something for Katie to put the case. Right, and it's gonna be that's gonna be lovely. Right, and uh, uh, twenty-two thousand for that. As it seems, you ran into a bit more trouble than I expected. You could say that. <laughs> I wouldn't suggest going back then. Right, got it. Not returning to. Anyway, that wasn't on my list of things. Um, so, the Veravate is going to be great help, but also, I can't figure out what the hell this virus, if it is virus, I can't figure out what it actually is and how it's... Do you know where it... Um, <clears throat> where did we get those people? Weren't they the captain? Colonies. Yeah, yeah, it, it was it was close to the planet, if I remember right. Yeah, you picked them up in the same system as as Bowen Colony hit. Uh, I had the systems. Yeah, yeah, but like, wasn't it, like not just the same system, but like like in orbit or like really close to the planet. I thought. Yeah. If you don't want to say, I don't, I don't pretty, I don't really care where the size came from, but I need if. The lab where it came from would have more information on the how it what it's meant to do, and maybe even how to cure it, create a vaccine for it, and the like. It came from a <clears throat> Bowen's colony. I even have SG three nine one. We're pretty sure it's a Wayland Yutani colony. Never heard of it, but uh, go back and either the original strain or the where it was made, the lab and that information, and it'll be it, it could take me years to do this on my own. 
before we go back, uh, we lost one crew member and can see the shape that I'm in. Um, any chance you might be able to uh, help a guy out with some repairs? That's not really my area of expertise. I I do viruses. I'm sure just there's a number of people that do actual like uh, medical doctors or I mean I don't know how bad your leg is, but there's those that do like cybernetic replacements or cloned replacements if you need that. Uh, cheap typically, but there are a number of them on the station. Uh, I can point you to one of them and. If you prom, if you take, if you get me the original sample or information of the creation of this virus, uh, I will pay you upfront for that job as well, because I uh, really need it to do this. And he's gonna look back to Garrett and Captain. I could use the, uh, you know, and he's just gonna gesture at his leg. <laughs> Captain Garrett sighs. <clears throat> Rubs his hand on his head. <laughs> okay, let's let's talk through this again. You need us to go to SJ391, land on that colony, and find this lab, find the original strain, and bring it back here. Yes, that's the only way I'm going to be able to fix these, cure these people within my lifetime probably well no I could do I'm better than that but within the next five years that's the only way it'll be sooner than that he looks over at the uh, the muzzled and spitting patient and says and points at him and says they everyone down there could be like that you've been listening to Tales of the Asteria the GM for this game was Ava Rogers. Garrett Hall was played by Nathan Carver. Bob Karinsky was played by Virus JTG. Frank Falcone was played by Brandon McKenna. And Sassy Diaz was played by Hal Nelson. Background music is by Dark Fantasy Studios. And sound effects are from Zapsplat.com, Dark Fantasy Studios, or Krotos. This podcast was edited and produced by Ava Rogers. You've been listening to another fine tale in the Alternia archives. Feel free to leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, or wherever you listen to our archive. So, until next time, take care of yourself, okay? Goodbye. <laughs>